Welcome to the In General Podcast. This is episode 103. Dominion is here and uh, the community is silent. I mean, that seems to have happened. Chris, I'm joined with Chris and I'm joined with Assis. Welcome, guys. Hello. It's finally time to talk with you boys. It's It's been too long since you guys have been uh, avoiding the pod, if you will. Avoiding scared. is the wrong word. Scared um, of what the people might have to say. Dodging would be a better word. We've been dodging hey. the pod. Uh, no, no, no. He hasn't been busy. He hasn't been busy. It's Finally, uh, you guys post... have time off, though. Yeah, post-JPW. Post-Dominion. Yeah. When did it come out? What date? Three weeks ago? Oh, it, it feels like... It, no, it must... It, June 9th, I think it came out. Okay. June, longer, June 11th. Longer, and we're recording this on July 17th. This is July seventeenth, so right now. We definitely let it simmer okay. for a bit. Yeah, it's, it's um, yeah. I think that was important to do because it was a, it, from my perspective, it was a drastically different film to both Fallen Kingdom and Jurassic World. So I needed more time to digest it. I watched it three times in the cinema. I'm no Caleb. I didn't watch it thirty-four times or however crazy. How, how, is that how many times did he watch it? Do you? I think it was seven. He topped it at eighteen or something like that. He wow. said it's my last one. I was Jesus. like, why? Why stop there? Just keep going. Why stop there? <laughs> get to 69, you know, get to 420 screenings. That'd be crazy. Um, no, for real, though. I, <laughs> it's uh, three was enough for me. I think I, I topped out at four in the cinema. Mm. Three of I those think... were 40X, which is like, the, I think that was like legitimately the, the most fun way to watch. This I movie. wish I had the opportunity to see it that way. Not yeah, around. It was ridiculous. Not, not like a, they started blowing fake snow at one point. I was like, "What? I love this." <laughs> oh, yeah, I, think, man, I don't know if that was that was, it was wild. It was wild. I loved it. I, I did. Um, I tried. I see. So I tried to find forty X, but I don't have it in this province. Yeah, so it's I not just to do. Yeah, no, I just had to do. Um, what was it? Three D box where the seat moves and vibrates and stuff. And I was pretty game for that. That was fun. I didn't. They don't have that here either. Apparently, I don't know. I was Canada's winning on USA for the theater game. It looks well, like at least more. Than, well, I mean, I know it's in the states. It's just not in Pittsburgh. I guess. <laughs> Pittsburgh's not a part of the states anymore. Pittsburgh not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Chris, uh, how many times do you see it in the cinema? <sighs> Including the premiere, you were lucky enough to go to the premiere. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've seen it premiere. Premiere. We're laughing at Caleb. Not laughing. We were making fun of. Not, well, not fun of, you know, we're teasing Caleb for his high number of counts. Chris would be like, oh yeah, 47, probably. How many times, sorry? Three times in theaters. And what sucks is... Okay. Um, he spent uh, this long counting? Every, I, I never <laughs> got to see it. I never got to see it in a good... Uh, I never got to see it in a good theater. The oh, premiere, no. uh, premiere theater sucked. For one thing, it was the dirtiest theater ever. Um, it was like they didn't even bother like sweeping it out. So you had all these people in their fancy clothes, <laughs> and it was just like you know the dirtiest floors covered with like gunky stuff and popcorn <laughs> from the last screening of that must have just let out that they didn't. It was just like okay, and um, it was supposed to be like one of those three D seat screenings, but it wasn't working. So like the seats weren't <laughs> moving. So then the seats weren't even like comfy recliners or anything like that. Oh, no, um, this the, screen, awful. the screen was average sized, average quality. <laughs> At least the bulbs were bright. Um, the sound was decent, but again, like it was just like re- relatively like mid to good screening in the dirtiest fucking theater you've ever seen. 
Um, yeah, and ultimately things like that, like it, it doesn't matter, right? Cinema is a cinema, but I know what you mean. You go to a cinema and you well, do want the experience. You want to be like, you want to like at least a decent screen in a comfy seat. That way you can just get absorbed into it. Like, yeah, you want everybody's the got their favorite sort of like zone. I yeah. like sort of like middle back kind of thing. You know what I mean? And everybody's got their place. Where you're like, I used to love like middle back. Now I like a little bit more middle front, like right that like this that perfect area in an empty cinema. Your vision is encompassed by the screen. You can see a little bit outside the screen, so it's not that you can't see everything, but just like let me get older, Jack. We'll get to that level. We'll move our way down as we get older. In the That's center. it. We'll, yeah, we'll just accept Kids it. Kids start at the back, Fine. we work our way down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to love it in the back, and now, like, I'm like, but no, it's the image is like bigger it's in the front of the bus now, <laughs> but now it's uh beautiful. I realize right in the middle back, not middle back, middle front, middle front. <laughs> when I say middle front, I mean like. The middle rows, but favoring the front side rather than the back side. Not All right, the middle. We can talk about where people want to see us sit in cinemas, but people really want to know is what Chris and Jack thought of Jurassic World Dominion. So, Jack, I want to hear from you first because you you are usually the more, I would say, reserved, reserved mm. one, I guess, of us three. What did you think of Jurassic World Dominion? Now it's been out for a month and simmered in your brain. Okay, so after I will give some context, right? Just for those who don't know. When Jurassic World came out, I, I kind of like went along with liking it, but it wasn't a story for me. I was kind of waiting for the next one. And when Fallen Kingdom came out, I was really let down. So it's kind of like, oh man. And I didn't have much faith in Dominion. After I watched Dominion the first time, I came out smiling. I had a good time. It was fun. It was kind of dumb, but it was fun. It was more, I felt more like more Jurassic than the, the last two for me. So I kind of had more enjoyment there but i think now that there's time has left i think it's just a for me the sort of summary is it's a fitting end to a crap trilogy and that's kind of where i <laughs> where i kind of am with it yeah but i mean it's not sad i didn't enjoy parts of it because i did and i'm happy to explore that and talk into it because there's you know for example therizinosaurus scene with claire like that's very jurassic and i'd love to talk about that scene okay but, that scene feels like it's one of the few scenes that they really plotted and planned and also had the time to film because there's a lot of things in this movie that like, it's not bad, but it's just like the camera work, the pacing, the plot. It's like, they didn't really have time to like, let it shine. It just sort of feels mm -hmm. like they got a camera and went, okay, we got a shot and ran out of there. And that was that. And the Therizinosaurus scene, it really felt like people at the top of their craft who really had a vision of what they wanted that scene to be and were allowed to execute on that vision. And it really, it really shined. It's yeah. so good. And um, it introduced, would... it's not just, you know, treading on familiar territory too. There's a brand new species of dinosaur. It was a giant herbivore that was actually like a real threat. It's not really been seen in similar ways before other than maybe, you know, Stegosaurus and, and Sarah. This was new. This was unique. This was this weird. Was... Like, it knew the audience was going to look at it and go, what the hell is that? Yeah. And yeah, it really, really treated it through Claire's perspective of being like, what is this? And you don't know if it's a carnivore, if it's, well, I mean, if you know your dinosaurs, I guess, you know, but like, as like an audience, it's very clear. You don't know what it's, what it is, what it's doing. No. And it, you very quickly discover it's an herbivore, but it's still incredibly aggressive and incredibly dangerous. And that for me felt like it brought back some of the sort of wisdom, not wisdom, uh, the majesty of like returning, you know, going to this island and seeing something for the first time and being like a complete awe, but also yeah. in like more like Lost World when they go and it's a bit more like, uh, this is cool, but scary. That's yeah. kind of how I felt with that scene. It was very, it brought back the like, 
the audience is in the same place as Claire, almost a little bit. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, Even what just the music, that sort of, yeah. that, mm, mm. You, you know, I, I can't obviously make the sound of that music, but it, you were close, okay, yeah, that, you were pretty close. <laughs> you know, it just, it really built that just sort of sense of dread. It's just such a quiet, you know, Claire crawling through the mud and it just was slow. It, it allowed the audience to be in the scene and it also didn't, throw unnecessary comedy in the middle of the scene or end no. itself unnecessary comedy. It was just serious. It played it straight. Threw the tension really yeah. well as well. Speaking of, like, before we get too deep in our thoughts, because, like, we tend to, we, we love talking about this movie and the series, right? But, but overall, Chris, <laughs> did you, what were your overall thoughts before you that, before we dive into it? So the first time I saw the movie, I didn't like it um, at all. What? The second time, like, the first yes. time I was like, wow, this was not good at all. The second time, I think I was able to enjoy it a lot more. Structurally, as a movie, it doesn't really... It's not It's not structurally a movie. It's like... I, I'm trying to think of the best way. It jumps too much, in my opinion, too. Yeah, it just... It does too much. It's, it's a bit of a mess, and it doesn't set up its own plot lines. It doesn't set up its own characters. So it really relies on you to be invested into the franchise and into these characters... Um, so on the second time, obviously I am invested enough into the franchise and these characters on the second time I was able to enjoy it because I was just able to, you know, feel familiar with them and having seen the movie once before it almost served as its own setup then. So like <laughs> I knew what was coming and my previous time, and that's not the way a movie should be, but there was enough of me to be invested in the movie's concepts and themes that like watching the second time. I felt a little bit more introduced to Dodson. So then like I was able to in enjoy his scenes a little bit more because I'd already seen a full movie with him prior prior. Like, so listen, I don't think it's a particularly good movie, but I do think it's an enjoyable one. If you care about Jurassic enough and you care about these characters enough. Um, but it certainly leaves you with a lot of like, why, why was it this way? Why did, you know, why did we get three different movies in one on this movie? Why didn't we get proper setup for this concept? Why couldn't we go deeper into this? Um, why definitely had a very underwhelming ending to say that it was marketed as this huge ending of Jurassic saga and this big, you know, just the biggest movie. And um, it just felt like it kind of deflated at the end. The third act kind of, Oh, the third act is definitely the worst. Yeah. I mean, ending on a giant big dinosaur battle, which was like it wasn't oh even a good battle. It was like a worse version of the ending of like they just remade the ending of Jurassic World, but they made yeah. it worse. And um, <laughs> they made a really top, bad the ending. World battle was good. That's the problem. They did it too good the first time. They should have saved it for the end. I, yeah, I mean, I think that <laughs> this is gonna sound funny. But I think something like a scene in the concept of like what the Malta chase was with the motorcycle and whatnot, I think something like that could have served as a climax, like a big like escape finale, like a yeah. big like action packed escape from Biosyn type finale where everyone's like, you know, just sort of full throttle trying to get out of there. I think that's something like that. We haven't had an ending that's like an escape ending, a race against the mm. clock. And well, the whole I movie should have felt like. A race against the clock. That's the thing with the locust. It should have felt like a counting down almost. And it, it, it kind of was, there. but they never. It, it, it kind of was a countdown, but they don't show the countdown. They don't it's show really, it. They don't they do a good job conveying it. That's the issue. There's no urgency in the movie. No. Ellie Sattler says it's very urgent, and she seems to be the only person that cares. And I think if we would have seen Claire and Owen also talk about the Locust, acknowledge the Locust, if we just would have had a few cutaway shots to build the Locust up a little bit more. I love the idea of the Locust. I know it's got a lot of trash. I'd say the 
its main issue is it doesn't set itself up a ton. And I think that it needed, I think Biosyn and the Locust needed to be set up a little bit more. And as a viewer, we should have felt that sense of encroaching dread with the Locust a little bit more. It shouldn't have been a little bit though. That scene in the farm's scary, but we never get the sense that it's a global impact. And then the other problem is, is the only other time another character really acknowledges it out loud is a scene with Franklin and the CIA dude, except for the CIA dude that's acknowledging it just comes off like a big joke where he's just like, well, mm-hmm. end of the world. I don't know. I guess it's blah, blah, blah. blah. And like, it's yeah. just like it's a joke it's scene. It well. doesn't feel serious. It doesn't um, feel real. That's the thing. I think people like when there's critique of that, people think, well, yeah, but the locust thing is very Crichton. It's like, well, that one, that's a really dumb defense. But two, yeah, the locust thing might be very dominion-y, but if you don't follow that thread through the whole movie, then the locust thing feels like nothing when you're away from the locust. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, there's locusts here again. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> dealing with locusts. It just never feels like that threat. And the, I think- issue, the issue with that argument too, it's just like, I keep seeing that like, oh, it's Crichton, it's Crichton. It's like, yeah, it's Crichton. But the thing, the difference between Crichton and people trying to emulate Crichton is Crichton mm-hmm. was good at it. Mm-hmm. And the people trying to emulate it are- Crichton like, was good at being Crichton. <laughs> yeah. No, you but- were, you, there's only, There was one Crichton. And well, I think you, the thing is as well, they're like an idea. Movie, I don't know. You know, an idea can feel like it's within a Crichton-y universe. But if the rest of the dialogue writing and everything else that's written in that screenplay- is as far from Crichton as can be. The movie isn't like a Michael Crichton film, is it? Like, like the actual dialogue and writing isn't wouldn't have come out of a Crichton book. That's I think that's anytime we interacted with the locusts, it was good. I think the problem was it just always kind of felt like Ellie Sattler was the only person that cared. And then there were just a lot of like needless convoluted elements to the plot, like beta, honestly. <laughs> And I hate to say this because I like the idea of a baby raptor and whatnot, but Beta should not have been in the movie. Or if Beta were in the movie, her inclusion should have been different. Needlessly bringing her and Maisie to Biosyn and then making Beta kind of be like an afterthought to rescue at the end, just it, it complicates things. And tying Beta to be needed the way that Maisie is needed alongside for the Locust, it just all gets a little messy. You don't need, I, you know, you don't, I don't think you need Beta in this movie at all. I don't it think you need, I mean, you could have put Beta in the movie. Um, but either not have her get kidnapped, or maybe instead of her being a Parthenogenesis baby, she's actually at Biosyn, and when Maisie gets kidnapped, she shows up at Biosyn, and they're like, she's like, oh my god, you cloned Blue, and it's like a little baby Blue. And then you would have um, parallels to, like, then if they rescue Beta at the end and then introduce Beta to Blue, and, like, Blue takes in Beta as a baby, you have parallels to that found family plotline. Um, with Maisie and Owen and Claire. So, like, I think something like that would have been cleaner rather than, like, pulling Beta out of the wild, throwing her in there, but also Maisie. It was just, like, a little too many things that just kind of, like, what what's the important part of this movie? Is it the Locusts? Is it Maisie? Mm. Is it Beta? Lots of ideas. Yeah, but none I, of them feel say, connected or, like, I can watch least. this movie and have a big smile on my face. I still think, you know, it's certainly got a lot of heart. It's got all the flaws of Fallen Kingdom. It's got all the flaws of Jurassic World. I can enjoy Jurassic World. I cannot enjoy Fallen Kingdom. I can enjoy Dominion. And I think most of the reason why is Claire and Owen are much better written and directed in Dominion than they are in uh, Fallen Kingdom. And it has the benefit of having the legacy characters. And even though they are oftentimes, I think Grant Grant is a little of a letdown. um, But he's still very fun and very charismatic. And I I, I think think it the having the inclusion of the original trilogy 
original trilogy, originally trio, original trio, um, as we all sort of said on podcasts and, and discussions leading up to it, with how many other cast members there are in this movie and with how much we know is going on, it's going to feel like, are we even going to get, are they even going to have a fair shake? And while they were in the movie for a majority of the time, and it is good to see them again, the movie suffers from that. It's like, who whose movie is it? Like, which character are we really centering on? None of them. And it doesn't really feel like we reach any sort of like concluding arc with any of the characters throughout the film either. And my issue with that end battle that we, if we can come back to that end battle that we were talking about before, is that it's also like there's two moments where they face the, the Giga, you know, in Bios and Valley by the outpost and then at, right at the end. And both times, like, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like a very well orchestrated scene. It feels like no one's done any real blocking. They're just sort of like all stood there in a circle and like staring from this massive dinosaur and then they all bolt at the same time and then they're all cleared out from the scene, at least at the end. When they're around the truck in the in the jungle by the Biosyn outpost thing and they're hiding from that, are they hiding from the Giga? That whole scene feels that so disconnected. Really and I like that scene a lot. But there's it, so much missing from it that you miss all the context. Like there's there's like, it doesn't make any sense. They're all stood behind this thing. This huge thing is there. Looming over them and staring at them. The thing is in Jurassic Park, the reason why it works is the T-Rex is like crouched down and yeah. then like his, his sight lines are broken and whatnot. The problem is as the audience, because of the camera and the way that the Giga is positioned, the entire time it's like the Giga is staring at them but not reacting to them. And I can't figure out what the intention is because they're also, it's kind of trying to protect it's trying to the camera work tries to pretend like they're hiding, but then they're not hiding. So it's sort of like I think that there's too many conflicting things. I think that uh, David Vickery said that um, they wanted the Giga to act like an animal, where it doesn't immediately attack them. It's curiously yeah, yeah. checking them out. But I don't get that feeling from the way that the scene is shot. The way that the scene is shot feels like they're trying to hide from them, but it's just awkwardly shot. So the problem is, is I appreciate and I think that there's some cool visuals in it. But mm -hmm. it just feels like a clunkier version of the Jurassic Park sort of like, you know, Grant and Lex at the car type of scene. Um, but I mean, whatever. I, get, I mean, it's it's I know what you mean, though. It's a weird introduction scene, the, the three times I've seen it, it feels clunkily put together. And I think the extended yeah. cut is going to help with a lot of issues like this. But we can't really put our really? faith into that. This is the movie that was delivered. And it just that scene feels so weird to me. There's not even any real transition from them, you know, being on the ground to in the outpost, that sort of, it just all flashes by way too quickly. And then when they're in the outpost as well, that whole scene is so hard to like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's directed very well. Um, but then you get scenes like the Therizinosaurus or maybe the Malta sequence. And it's like, they feel like they're from a completely different movie. Yeah. And, and the Malta sequence is kind of like unnecessary, but it's also really, really well shot. So it's let's very talk about the Malta sequence. Cause that's well, my favorite we, sequence in the movie. Yeah. So before we do that, why don't you tell us what you thought about the movie? Oh yeah. Um, I think I liked it the most out of all three of us. First reaction was really positive. Uh, and then it just got better and better. Yeah. I just like watching this movie a lot. I do have issues with it. Name. Mm -hmm. um, firstly, like the, the, like the pacing is just too much. It's like, it's, awful pacing uh, i can't the flow of the movie is interrupted far too much in the first like half an hour of the movie where we keep cutting back between the owen drama owen like the family drama and then like the the original trio drama i didn't like that it really mm -hmm. took me out of it um some of the like animal work and cgi and animatronic work is just not 
up to par, in my opinion, especially for a third movie. And mm-hmm. uh, what the amount of time that they have uh, had, especially to make the movie. Yeah, we'll overall, talk about the animatronics as well. We'll get oh, we into will. that. We will. Um, but overall, I think the, the, the cast, all the cast, especially the new cast, like Kayla Watts and uh, Ramsey Cole, I think the entire cast was the heart of the movie and that really carried it. And that's what, honestly, I'm here for. The, that's what I'm here for these days, right? So yeah. I'm an emotional sap. I'm a romantic at heart, so I like the uh, I like the Ellie Allen of horse, obviously. And, well, uh, yeah, okay, let's let's movie. hone in on that, Assis. Come on, for Uh-oh. real. Did you really like Set that? Because JP, it's JP three boy over here. I did. I, I needed it. I need just I needed to see it. It was important okay. for my development as a human being, I guess. I thought it would. It just came off as like really slap in your face fan service. Really? Okay. See, it got some good reactions the times I've seen it. Like, it did. Night, people were happy. People were happy. So I'm, I'm glad people were vibing that like I was. Entirely unnecessary, I felt. Unnecessary, but give it to me at that point. It's the last, the, this is the last uh, time we're seeing these characters. Give me, I, give me everything at this point. I yeah. think, I don't necessarily think it was unnecessary. I think it very much tracks with Dr. Grant's character when, where we see him in Jurassic Park 3. He very much is a recluse. So this, I mean, so while Dr. Grant doesn't get any moments, the thing is, is he definitely gets growth at the end of the movie where his arc sort of completes in that sense where he finally, I think he allows himself to have a life and open himself up uh, to become vulnerable. I think There's that more growth. Now, Grant didn't get any good scenes in the movie. Like, we never really remembered why Grant is a commanding force that commands respect or, like, just any of those types of scenes where Dr. Grant says something and you're like, oh, shit, he laid down the hammer and he knows what he's talking about type of deal. The movie really needed a scene like that where Dr. Grant just gave one of his Dr. Grant's, like, listen type of moments where he comes off, like, a bit like a sarcastic asshole but also very intelligent. Um Instead, he just comes off crazy because there's a scene where he's just talking to no one in a fucking dick site. He's like, why do we dick? And no one's paying attention to it. No one, he's, he's just talking. The extended, the extended cut, I think, will expand. Uh, I don't know the Gina novel points being That's like. That's the current thing, right? Oh, the extended cut will save it. He it can't looks, I don't know if we'll okay, save it. If you have any word. problem, I want you just to list every problem. Cut. I'm gonna, I will tell you why the extended cut will make it better. I'll tell you the why. The extended cut for Dominion will fix Fallen Kingdom. Easier though. What if, I'm actually what if, scared like, for the extended cut. I feel like it's going to be maybe even more choppy. What if we expand the grant big site and then it's just like super cheesy, like ten, like the slid into his DMs type of thing, but like with actual teenagers or whatever, and it's just like, oh god, it this could is make the movie TV. worse. It's a what real possibility like, the movie could what be if worse. It feels like this. somebody who. You know, a few generations above Zoomers trying to write Zoomers, but doesn't know how to write Zoomers, so it just comes off as like, oh my god. Or, it's, or, it's, or it just turns into a bit of a, a modern day Jack Horner. <laughs> oh god. Um, so let's talk about the Malta site, right? Well, you know, about- before we go to Malta, because that's a good one, and I don't want to like end this on anything negative. We need to we need to address the elephant in the room of this movie starts off with literally the worst opening in the Jurassic franchise ever with literally oh my God, one I, of, about, I, I don't think about it. One of the worst exposition dumps I have yes. ever seen in a movie. Garbage. Absolutely. Thing, one thing that's definitely awesome. established itself. This trilogy is that Colin doesn't enjoy the enticing incidents of Jurassic movies. Cause all three have had a very terrible, actually, no falling King no, 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 opening scene. Falling Kingdom is one felt like a climax. Yeah. <laughs> like it is in the wrong movie. It was really good. <laughs> this movie, listen, no matter Rose how you spin, was cool though. No matter well, hang how on, you hang on, hang on, hang on. 
how did Dom the opening shots is the Ala- the Alaska the boat the last the fishing boat. that's it's all very cool but it's but it's the Mosasaurus is always continuing so, to be a very pointless mm-hmm. you know part of this franchise yeah, it doesn't do anything anymore. it's just in the ocean that attack is great but it, it, you just you kind of get the impression you wish it linked enticing incidents are always supposed to sort of you know, anyway. Well, uh, well, yeah, it's supposed to set up the plot, and that's the problem. So, what is this movie's plot? No matter how you spin it, okay, so in the case of Alex Atler and the other characters, it's about the locusts. In the case of Owen and Maisie and Claire, it's about Maisie being kidnapped. But no matter what, locusts or the kidnapping, it all comes down to Biosyn. So, the inciting incident really, really, really needed to be setting up Biosyn mm-hmm. um, in one way or another, especially because Biosyn comes out of nowhere in this movie. Never so, been in the be first two you, Jurassic World movies. That's a problem. Like, it should be, have been pre-established. What this movie should have opened with was the retrieval of the cryocan. Um, I was convinced that was going to be in it before the movie. The movie like, in the pods coming up, I was, like, I was convinced. I was like, ah, oh, 1993, so boom, a quick like retrieval of the cryocan. And then jump cut forward to modern day and have us at Biosyn's headquarters with like Dotson giving a speech or something like that. In fact, the movie is supposed to open with Dotson giving a TED talk. So maybe then you jump forward to uh, today where Dotson giving a TED to- TED talk, being like dinosaurs are in our world and Biosyn is here to help and blah blah blah. But as the audience, you already know. Oh, these are the guys that that uh, tried to do corporate espionage from Jurassic Park. They're up to no good. So you go from that, you go from getting the cryocan, then you establish, oh yeah, they're tied to Jurassic Park. They've been around for all this time. And then as an audience member, when it's like 25 years later or whatever it is, you're like, what the hell have they been up to since then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Ooh. you know, you kind of build that sense of looming. So then you get the introduction to Biosyn, and then Biosyn's like, hey, we're here to help. We're here to do all these things. Boom, cut to the uh, locust scene. And then as an audience member, you go, oh shit. I think that that would have been a easier one, two, three punch of like Biosyn gets the cryocan, Dotson slash Biosyn introduce themselves and create that exposition dump of they're in our world now, but we're here to help. We're capturing them and bringing them to our sanctuary. All that stuff without the cheesy now this part, it feels a little bit more natural because they're trying to sell it. And as a viewer, we get the sense like, okay, they're trying to, you know, command the scene. And then we go to the uh, locusts, and then the movie kind of actually would flow. But feels whatever. like a continue. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And just one more point on the locusts as well. My issue is with that scene. That scene, I love that scene. That opening scene with the locusts and the kids running, and then when it's so Laura good. Dern yeah, it's arrives, when I first saw Laura Dern arrived, I got tear in my eyes. Like this is brilliant, lovely mm-hmm. Laura Dern, great. Um, and that scene is Lots of really well guys. executed. But then everything is answered. Well, who, who's, you know, where are the locusts from? Oh, they're probably Biosyn's, aren't they? Because those, you know, those, and it's just kind of like, oh, okay. So the answer is at Biosyn. So we already like. It- well, the problem is, is that's like almost the first time we hear Biosyn also. Like in the now this part, they mentioned Biosyn. But when Laura Dern, go, when she's like, oh, they planted Biosyn seed. And she goes, of course they did. The only people that understand that are like the super fans that are very online that have always been like, yeah. add Biosyn to the movie. You're casual super fans that are like very into Jurassic Park and know these movies, but like necessarily don't know the books or all the expanded lore are going, well, what, what, why, why of course Biosyn did, did I miss something from? Yeah. And, and that's fine. That's fine. They'll be like, as an audience member, they'll be like, okay, cool. The answers will come. Biosyn. Who's that? What's that? We never get that. We, it never feels like a real introduction. It never feels like a proper, like, you know, whatever it is. You're just kind of, yeah, as Chris said, you're kind of- It feels like a sequel to a movie we didn't get. It just feels like, did I miss a movie between Fallen Kingdom and Dominion? They all felt like that, though. Yeah. 
They've yeah, oh, yeah. tell you guys, I watched yeah just a couple of nights ago Fallen Kingdom into Jurassic World Dominion's home release, and it doesn't. Fallen Kingdom doesn't set up most <laughs> of the <laughs> movie. It's ridiculous. There's, there's two storylines: there's the Maisie storyline and the dinosaurs being out in the open that are kind of set up, and that's about it. Otherwise, Once again, we finally like, get dinosaurs out in the somewhere. open, and it meant it's not a threat. They're not threats, really. It's fine. Like that's never been too much of an issue, and I think. So what do you guys? Well, okay, the, a lot. Go ahead, Go finish up. No, sorry. I was just, well, I just can't, I just, <laughs> why did Bison even have the dinosaurs in the first place? Because you have uh, to have dinosaurs in a Jurassic well, Park movie. Yeah. They, they, say they're, they uh, saved them from sauna. Well, <laughs> no, but they say they, they are um, deriving like medical purposes and whatnot. Like like their whole reason for studying prehistoric sure, genomes. Sure. Oh, that's right, that's right. Well, so they do, properties. that's the thing is the movie says so much in such a short amount of time that it doesn't really properly set itself up. That's why I think Biosyn should have been the cold open and Dodson could have told us Biosyn they're taking the dinosaurs in and then they're studying them and they're creating cutting edge whatnot. The other thing is, is as a viewer, we never really fully understand what Biosyn's motives were with the locusts. No, and even Biosyn don't. He's just like, ah, we'll just scrap them then. Yeah, it was a failed project or something. Oh, it's like it never it felt is- like something. It felt well, like... The, the- the extended edition, Colin has said, will contextualize. Isn't it just to control the world's food supply? Wasn't it? No, 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 no. No, apparently not. Apparently, it was literally an experiment gone wrong. But that's so Wait, dumb what? because then they're, not, then they're not the bad guys, are they? They're not this huge, oh. big, threatening organization. That obviously, fine. if they start clearing up their masses, if they if they were you know trying to. If well, they cleaned up their messes, it'd be fine. That's the problem. Biosyn tried to cover it up. But, like, it's not... They made an accident, right? The, cri- the crime's the cover-up, and the crime comes from... The crime is the cover-up. I don't, think, it's like- I don't think we need to create a giant evil corporate entity that's trying to, like, control the world. I think that's a little too, like, Godzilla versus Kong. But we've I already had that- these giant entities in these movies that have all done bad things, but, like, why another one? It just, at this point, that's, like, sort of half-baked entity I mean, it's like think, well we're kind I've, of doing good stuff and we fucked up the food supply but we're you know we'll cover that up but it's fine it's just like okay cool bios and it's just it's boring like it I, but i don't think we've seen i don't think we've ever had a company like you know john hammond was never like the corporate cover-up or kill to like cover up his mistakes type of character mm. so i think that we are seeing like well, a different a different look into a you know mega well they covered everything up at Jurassic movie. park though, eh? Yeah, but in a different way. It was more like paying people off and whatnot, not like trying to like murder people off. with a pillow. Yeah, like murdering, like like being like, ah, oh, just uh, turn off the tram in the tunnels, and hopefully that takes care of that. Like, so you know, I I do think that that version of no, Biosyn wasn't trying to cause world hunger that they can then solve it. Like they were trying to do something, and it got fucked up, and then the locusts escaped, and then their real well, Dotson's real crime was then covering it up and doing mm. anything to cover it up, and then also kind of like not doing anything to solve it, you know, like being like, uh, let's just not admit to this and not tell anybody. <laughs> Hopefully the world in that, that feels a lot, that feels very natural. And that feels very um, reflective of a lot of today's mega corporations where they screw up and they try to, the issue then gets worse and worse and worse because they never actually go, Hey, we fucked up. We need help to clean like this BP up. with the oil yeah. spills and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. They just keep trying to like put more, <laughs> just so, cover it I with more oil. <laughs> we needed more into that. But um, anyhow, so can I just talk one thing about um, Dodgson as well? What did you think of his portrayal as like, obviously the only Dodgson we've ever had is Dodgson in the novels and that was never going to be the same Dodgson on screen. Uh, we, well, sorry, no, we I'm talking about extended, 
obviously I'm talking about like extended Dodgson. I mean, like characterization in the Lost World, like giving him an actual character. Mm. The cameo in Jurassic Park isn't much to ride off of, especially 25 years prior. So, you know, how do you feel like Dodgson actually came across? Do you feel like that was a good representation of Dodgson? Do you feel like it worked? Um, my only just before my only tiny weird thing is I don't I don't understand Colin's point of like making him sort of like Steve. Is it Steve Cook? Tim Apple, Tim Little Cook. Tim, Cook. <laughs> Tim Apple, Tim Apple. Oh my um, god! Uh, yeah, he, he, it's like why though? That guy really isn't like a bad guy or like a he's not awkward or weird. He, I mean, he kind of is. I think it's like, just a stereotype, archetype type I, I, of thing, man. I think, I think there's better though. I think there's better. Like there but, is, like, but that's what the Joes though. I think it's all. I think that it was an amalgamation of a lot of these very strange, mega rich. Just weird like, to go for Apple in that sort of like bias, even though headquarters is like a big round ring. Yeah, yeah it's just very it's just weird because Apple is like. But know. you know what? Same man. I don't know. It's like, hard to make it look like Amazon. Well, like you know, people. You know, if you went for amazon there's it's harder to like spoof that without like fully you know i don't know i i you know what so for what it's worth um the first time i saw the movie dodson really threw me for a loop and i was like what the hell second time i saw the movie i was like this is a really good performance and a pretty valid performance it's very different than the dodson it doesn't feel like the same dodson we met in jurassic park um no and that was like 30 years ago as well yeah change yeah not that that's that's a man now big change he very big change. His hairline got better. Some shit throughout his life, you know, it's just very see a dino attack or two. It'll change you. Yeah, that's not the feeling. I like, I don't know. He's a very different person, which obviously it is a different person, but it was a very different direction. All the same, I think it's a valid interpretation of considering Dodson is this mega CEO type of character. I think it's a valid interpretation of that type of character. Um, and I think that. Uh, oh, what, what? Sorry, I'm completely drawn a blank. What's the actor's name? Campbell Scott. Kim did a phenomenal job with it. Like he really brought so much to the table and I wish we could have got more of him. So uh, believably awkward and uncomfortable, good. like listening to him and watching him interact with people. You just felt like one of the other people in that room. Like, yeah. Oh my God, leave, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> walk away. It's, great. it's so good. Talking 10 sentences ago. And then go. he's very like manipulative it. and kind of creepy. And then you kind of got mm-hmm. that sense of like, yeah, the, like that's like these little things like, Henry, this is why this works. You're so smart. Like he's just like manipulating him, and Henry's also like, him versus Ian Malcolm, dude. That was fine. That was fun. That was fine. That was fine. yeah. Malcolm, Malcolm got some good shit there. That was great. Um, let's talk about Malta though, because Malta was a was a cool scene. As much as I felt it was very unfitting, it was the only scene in the movie that really made it feel like a Jason Bourne film. Um, I did like Malta. I, I thought it was a cool it, sequence, dude. and I loved loved liked the raptor chase with Claire. I thought that was one of the best bits. Um, yeah, uh, I agree with that. But it was just like when he comes around and you get the two dinosaurs in the like city square and the guy gets eaten on the on the fucking electric scooter. I was just like, so oh, yeah. dumb. That, well, that was winner. clearly not supposed to be in the movie. That was just added in and it really feels like it. You can tell. There's also an establishing shot right before we go to the close up and there's no guy on a scooter. Yeah. And then go there, and then he's right there. But it's also like, where was he going? He had to come through them. Why would he, like, it's one of those things that as a viewer, like, you might not have a lot of time to stop and think about it, but your brain goes, wait, what? Like, mm. and it's just, yeah, there's a but thousand there's a thing. Ways. There's a lot of, like, you know, you can, uh, I don't know, maybe I won't make that point. But yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a cool scene. I liked Claire running from the Atrociraptor. I thought that was quite good. Although it felt really like when she was in the apartment and the Atrocity comes in. It's like a superhero, in, but it's it was good though. Yeah, it, it's like, 
it works and it's scary and it's like, ah, shit. And it's really cool seeing that color palette, you know, nice warm Malta, the yeah. yellows and the warms yeah. with mm-hmm. this like Raptor running through it. Beautiful nice change shot. JP. Nice change for Jurassic. But I just felt like when she was running out the house from the atrocity, there was multiple times where the atrocity would have got her and eaten her. The same with Maisie when Maisie was running from it. And Kingdom Love. She's a fucking five-year-old child and that is a I fucking don't know. dinosaur. I don't, I don't buy like, any of these... I don't like those arguments because, like, there's times in JP and the Lost World and JP3 where, like, the main characters, if they were, like, legitimately being chased, they are dead. Like, I don't know. I don't think there's any they extended never show, scenes they like never that. They never show extended out running sequences. It's always, like, tiny little from the car to the shed. Yeah, look at the raptor the in like, the kitchen scene. It does nearly eat Tim. It only saves Tim because he slips on the ice. Like, there's literally... Short little, it's, it's so quick. Little yeah. There. But with Jurassic, I feel like it's, like, when she's trying to leave that apartment, it's so it's slow. You would not be able to outrun these things in extended chase sequences like that. And that yeah. is the problem is we're told that these things are like, you know, top apex predators. These are even smaller you, than the ones in Jurassic. And like, and then, the you watch, and then you watch them like, no, but bang you, these into things wolves. need open fields to open up. Like in the movies, they like always said, like, oh, if you give them like an open field, they can like top out or whatever, right? It's just yeah. insane that they're like, like streets, they're like zigzagging. Like, of course, I'm not going to catch them. I bought that 100%. Believe- that in the Jurassic World we never got wild raptors. We what never got need? a pack of wild raptors in the Jurassic World trilogy. We got blue though. We got blue's all we need. We got blue. blue we never raptors. got wild raptors. We never got a pack of wild raptors. We've literally it's insane. What is the one thing that people kept asking for? Wild raptors, packs, pack, wild raptor packs. Hey, but Chris, we got a Dilophosaurus though. Uh, <sighs> That's and a whole other thing to talk about. Look, let's talk about the animatronics. I think that's a good thing to talk about because <laughs> those are interesting. And I think um, so. So, can I just read my? I, I pulled this up before you asked my first impression. My first impression was captured in live tweet form. So I put, uh, I enjoyed Dominion more than Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. It's weird. It made me shed a couple of tears. It made me laugh. It made me roll my eyes. Still true. It didn't put me on edge. It has heart despite the reviews. So that was the main thing I wanted to bring up before was that the tension is just not, there's no tension throughout the entire movie, no. at least for me. I was trying to, I was like, I was into the movie the first two times I was saying, I was really into it. And I was trying to get that feeling of like coming on the edge of your seat. And I just, it wasn't happening. Um, and then I wrote something about, uh, even with prior warning, the animatronics were the weakest in the series, which was sad to see. VFX was top notch. So VFX is top notch in this movie. There's one shot of Blue, once again, close up of Blue, when she's looking through the trees, and I'm like, man, Awful. cut the shot. <laughs> cut the I, shot. Why is Blue always done so dirty here? CGI is always the worst out of all the dinosaurs. Most yeah, of Blue's shots look pretty kind of like not the best. And oh, I, keep, I can't help but think about the making of from the first Jurassic World from the CG company that worked on it, uh, Image Engine. And they talked about how they had to create a unique shader system to allow them to manually brighten blue stripe and manually brighten her eyes in shadows so that it ignored ignored the lighting conditions because the studio kept saying, oh, we want her eyes to pop. And we want her stripe to pop so people know it's blue. And all, oh, I, can think of is, all I can think of is similar notes have continued continued to persist with blue we're like oh we really want her eyes to be bright and colorful we want that stripe to be really blue so people can tell and it's like she's standing in a shadow or it's reflecting light so it wasn't clear enough and the studio basically what are you doing and broke the 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 like immersion but there's also that shot where um owen and Maisie 
are looking at blue and beta, and blue looks fucking giant. Um, when like when it comes to the cabin, oh yeah, is all off yeah. on that spot. Also, there's just weirdly blue is like the it's one when, that when Maisie's talking to baby to beta, and then all of a sudden Owen's there, or like, when or is that after when the raptor comes? Anyway, Maisie's with the raptor with blue, and then all of a sudden there's just Owen. He just appears from nowhere. You go from a wide shot to a tight. Amazing. Yeah, Owen's probably Owen's around there. the corner working on his like bike or something, bro. I like, know, uh, but in the sh- it doesn't work in <laughs> sequence, is, dude. That's how it is. Extended work. cut. Extended cut. Oh, that's going to give us those extra walks. Is it? Those extra, extra seconds, dude. Cycle? They're coming. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, the extra 14 minutes is made up of the padding of time it takes characters <laughs> like, to walk. Like, into like, so you can actually see a character like, oh, that's where they came from. In this oh, shot. he's approaching. The geography will make okay. sense. Finally, um, Jurassic Park movie. I, I do uh, it does say- make you wonder about the continuity artist on Dominion, though. I wonder if they're sat there thinking, like when they watch the movie, like continuity is a huge, script supervisor, a huge fucking job. It's a very important. They've been lacking set. in all three of these movies. Yeah, tremendously. Opinion. And it's hard in movies. Things get shifted. Studios make edits. Of course. That of no, course. no longer make sense. Do it well, though. Yeah. So, yeah. There's no excuse well. not to do it well. But I, I do think there's been a, a, something Chris mentioned before. There's been this whole time. If, if a studio said to Spielberg on the original Jurassic, you need to make the Raptor stripe blue to make it bright you know we really see that he'd be like can you just get the fuck out of the room let me make the movie i'm making unfortunately that doesn't happen now on the new movies i guess because I mean, this isn't a critique of colin he's not on the same level as spielberg in the studio's eyes so it's so they're not going to listen to him as much as they would spielberg and that's a real shame because then if you end up with things like that where it's like well you've got a kaiju monster in a jurassic you know oh we really want to sell it you know it's like well it's an animal it's hiding it's like yeah but we need to see the blue stripe because it's blue and like yeah it's a shame that um that may be a result of it but the animatronics in this one i uh so mm. i want to touch on that is the thing is (laughs) you look at the behind the scenes footage like jack we watched that uh featurette that collider put out exclusively and you go oh, wow, the animatronics look pretty good in this behind-the-scenes footage. And then you realize, oh, maybe it wasn't an issue of the animatronics, but how they chose to shoot them in the most strangely, like, unflattering, awkward ways possible. Like, they shot them, the camera angles were weird, the sequencing was weird, the lighting was weird. And then you see the behind-the-scenes the footage. Like, was weird. Yeah. And then like, you see the behind the scenes footage and you're like, oh, wow, these animatronics actually like this. The Dimetrodon looks really good in the behind the scenes footage moving around. And then in the movie, all they ever shot, the only thing you ever get with the, in the movie is basically the Dimetrodon lunging at the camera. Every time you see it, it's lunging at the camera. There's very few shots that you actually see movement that it's actually established with a character. It's almost always just roaring at the camera and it's very feels very much like a theme park ride. But Chris, don't you think that scene was like reshot or something? Don't you have like a theory as to what happened in that Dimetrodon Dimetrodon scene thing? Uh, I mean, I I think that they cut some footage out of it, and I think that that might be why there was a wonky insert of a. Just scene. wait for the extended cut. We'll I don't think the extended cut is going to fix it because I think it will. No, because when people saw test, screens, it's Crichtony. Come on, it's Crichtony. They say that uh, Grant Gord wanted them with a. With Whoa! A what? And there's no way they're putting that in the movie. That one of them gets on top of Grant, he pulls out the Raptor sickle claw and gores it and k- kicks it off of him. Where's this movie? Um, extended cut. Thank you. And no, I guarantee you that it's not going to be in the extended cut. Where's the director's cut? I want the director's cut. That now. sounds or very frightening. Extended cut. I want the Colin uh, Trevorrow cut. But uh, all the same, 
just the way they shot it was very poor. Same with the Dilophosaurus. They shot it in like mm-hmm. one of the most, uh, I don't know, just the way they shot those animatronics did not do them any favors. And then the other problem is, is apparently the studio kept changing the demands of like the Dilophosaurus scene. Like the, at first they were going to build a rig that was underground. That's where the puppeteers went and the whole thing was going to move. Then at the last minute, the studio changed and they're like, oh, we need want you to put the rig behind it because we don't want to have to dig the trench and build the set and then i guess then they're like hey we don't really have time for night shoots like you know it's really <laughs> the schedule's kind of tight so they didn't even they just brought the animatronic out they weren't even able to move it around so that's why the dilophosaurus just pops up like whack-a-mole because nobody really fought hard enough to get they built a full walking animatronic and then the studio was like ah oh, we're kind of tight on time do we have to do that and then unfortunately even though a CGI model was made, um, Colin said no CGI for the Dilophosaurus. And I think that while I appreciate when you had a full walking animatronic, that you could get away with that. In the final movie, they needed some sort of there needed to be, more, to be, there needed to be more motion in that. Also, that scene where Owen grabs the animatronic and the animatronic is like barely moving, it makes it so unconvincing. That need that very clearly needed to be a CG. Do you guys buy like the concept though? I know a lot of people are like complaining about the concept of even being able to do that, but there's people com- there's who are, no like, arguing for it. There's I'm no okay setup. With it. There's no setup. I don't believe that he's Owen- a park worker. Like the guys are arguing that like, he's a park worker that he know oh, how to do it. Seen, I'd buy it. We never. I don't know. But it's in there though. It's in there though. It, it we, just. It doesn't play well. Anyway, so like the Dilophosaurus. So the problem is, is the movies never establish. That, that these characters know how to wrangle a dinosaur by hands. And in fact, the movies go out of their ways to, out of their way to constantly say like these animals are unapproachable. And then the other thing is we've never seen Owen ever do anything like that. We've never had any setup of that type of concept. And then the final issue is Owen just comes right at it from the front of the Dilophosaurus. It doesn't react to him. He just walks right up to it and slowly grabs it. I don't believe that at all. It's not the fact that you can't. It's I not think you're misremembering that scene. Grab- I think he animal, comes from the side, bro. But if you watch it, you can even see Chris Pratt trying to not break the animatronics frill. He he goes in and then he stops and pauses and pulls his arm around. To it. No, no, no! It's absolutely. No, that's not how I, you can watch not, him. That's not you how can watch him goes. loop around trying not to hurt the animatronics. I just watched it. Does not day. look no way believable at all. And that's the problem. Is so, as they, hey. Someone get Universal on and the horn. They you, took, they took this very the mysterious tapes. dinosaur that is such a fan favorite, and then they end it sequence by awkwardly manhandling mm-hmm. it out of the scene. And I just don't think that that is what that scene needed. The Dilophosaurus is such a revered, mysterious um, one. The other, the other Dilophosaurus in the scene too didn't like do anything about the. Yeah, fact it just yeah, they're, they're, they're all over the place. There were the they're like they were all now. hunting. And then yeah, he, he walks into the just, screen with none of these awkward. animals reacting. This animal is literally staring right at him because he comes from the same direction. He awkwardly goes, mm, and then it's just it's weird. It's not it's the problem is it's not set up. Yes, so I think the poorly. defense the def, the defense of the the going and grabbing, yeah, whatever, like fine. Yeah, I understand people do that with animals. Okay, yeah, I get it. Zookeepers, you know, whatever. It's just not and a good thing. To I don't know. Common. It's not a good scene. It's a silly end. It's a silly end to that scene. And to say that this is the first time, really, we're getting Dilophosaurus back. I felt the Dilophosaurus yeah. oh, was really very much a disservice. Film. Um, 
just they're it takes huge. away they're from the whole mystery of that first scene and the way the dialogue service is. And now they just feel like sort of clumbering idiots that Owen can can just get rid of in one sort of like grapple. And he's done, done. We got rid of him. I'll they get didn't rid even of the get any original Dilophosaurus motions where they hop a bit or like where they curiously turn their head and bob their head. They're just, yeah, they're, yeah, they're just sort of there, or they just lift up, which again, the lifting up is cool. Seeing a Dilophosaurus like lift up in the forest in the distance, you're like, oh shit, I know what that is. That was a good but like, just doing like that, not having anything else. No dropping out of the tree. Just, dropping just, out of the tree. Like its head on, slowly man. tilting. Guys. And then the other issue is, is for whatever reason, they only shot the clear scene with the Dilophosaurus with their frills out, but down. So you have this weird thing where they've got these fr mm. frills hanging like a mane the entire time. It's very awkward looking. But then in Dotson's scene, they actually they shot bad. the version yeah. where the frill was fully closed so that you had the long slender neck before it erupted. And it just – there's this like not continuity between those two scenes even. Um, it's just very – it's unfortunate. I mean you hear, you hear it from the people that work I on the movie like behind the scenes. They're like, listen, we built these rigs. They didn't let us use them. They didn't let us actually do this. And even the people that worked on the movie, but the, the people guys... that worked on the animatronics went, our animatronics didn't look good in this movie. But like it's mainly the camera work and the conditions that we were under. Do you guys think partly, that's from COVID, though? Partly. Have to take the pauses and stuff? I imagine that I, is probably be. partly the reason. But all the same – then you bring in CGI. It's just unfortunate. You build these animatronics and just add an extra day. And I get it. They're probably constantly afraid of shutting down. So they're like, we don't have time to shoot this goddamn stupid dinosaur puppet because what if somebody gets COVID and we shut down and we lose yeah. $100 million? I get it. But yeah, like, it's too much risk. You know what? They also had just too much so much time in uh, post that they could have done pickup shots with the Dilophosaurus and whatnot. They could have done pickups where they brought, you know, like what? It was uh, nondescript. I mean, they had an extra year delay. And like we said, we don't know the extent of like what this production was like. It was probably, it took a lot longer to just get it back on track. But yeah, it does feel like there was some it's scenes just, that like, really like, oh, really oh. working. The, the dilos in both instances, I felt like the dilos were just kind of shoved in my face and then taken away. And just, I was like, where's the mystery? Like the Raptor you know, and also in that in scene, there. Claire, Claire's just- Yes, the Pyroraptor. Let's talk about the Pyroraptor after Jack's thought. I was just, just Claire's just sort of sat. She's backed into a corner basically with that Dilo. If no one else was there, she'd be she dead. dead. Like what? The scene yeah. is just weird. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it too she much. But up. let's talk about the Pyroraptor because um, Chris, you have, been pyro -raptor. Pyro -raptor. Yes. you have been wanting a Pyroraptor. You have been wanting a feathered, feathered, feathered raptor, raptor for a long time. Um, I don't necessarily think I was like I need a Pyroraptor in this franchise. Um, no, no, no. You from the beginning, it's not been feathers for Chris. It's been Pyroraptor. So we got Pyroraptor. <laughs> yeah, you it finally. Is slapped into the movie it's slapped in the movie randomly <laughs> for some reason grant never interacts with the feathered raptors even though that's like if you wanted to put a feathered raptor in the movie it should have been grant who encountered it because that's very full circle to the first jurassic park but but the dimension you problem. can't do the thing where grant gets hurt what i do appreciate is he screams what i do appreciate is every jurassic park movie that grant is in has him kicking a dinosaur in the face um, or I should say a prehistoric reptile um, because because he only kicks one Did dinosaur kick in the face. In he this, kicks a velociraptor in the face in Jurassic Park. Then he clicks, clicks, he clicks. Mm -hmm. he, oh my God, I said it again. He kicks a uh, flying reptile <laughs> in Jurassic Park 3 in the face. And then he kicks a dimetrodon in the face in Jurassic World Dominion. So that is uh, Grant's thing. He kicks kicks prehistoric animals in the face. 
Imagine if that's the first thing he'd done when he walked up to the Triceratops. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Um, (laughs) The Pyroraptor, I'm cool, but like it's so slapped in and random that it's just like a lot of this movie. It's like, where is the integration? And um, yeah, I don't know. It, it it's a bit of a shame that we didn't get any scene with Grant's Grant with it because that's sort of like what it needed. Uh, we really needed a scene where Grant kind of came face to face with what he's been preaching since the very first Jurassic Park, and it really would have closed out that arc of when he talked about dinosaurs and birds in the first movie and six foot turkey and all that. It really would have been full circle, and I think that could have been a great opportunity to remind us that Grant is an expert in the field of these things. But no, we get Owen and Kayla running from it and it's sort of after an awkward plane crash i don't know um it's a bit of a bummer yeah we can let's talk about the plane crash no not yet i gotta say one thing though first because i've talked a lot of shit you jack you and i we've been uh you know not the biggest fans of the feathers right i will say though pyroraptor and therizinosaurus you made the feather raptor look scary. Yeah, you like made a feather dinosaur kind look of scary. cool and beautiful, Who and then also you? like creepy and weird, and that's cool. Yeah, I thought they the, did it, man. Didn't yeah, the pyro was okay. The pyro was okay. Look cool. I thought the feathers in this movie were handled really well. I thought there could have been more dinosaurs that that were introduced with them, but we never spend too long with any particular dinosaur in itself, so it feels like we gloss over a lot anyway. But the Therizinosaurus, for example, the sort of feathering that that had was just unique, cool, really cool. And obviously, I think, I don't know if you saw the um, Beyond the Gates, we've talked to David Vickery and we he talked, he was very proud of the Therizinosaurus, as he should be. But when you get to mm-hmm. see it, the detail they put into that and the work, he talked a lot about the feathering, actually. They did try some new things with that, I think. Um, that dinosaur yeah. is so cool. Uh, I wish we'd got more of it, more of it than what we got at the end as well. Although Derek Davids pointed something out, at the end, it, it loses the claw. Oh, does it? Yeah, when it it does something, I can't remember exactly what it does, but it loses. Jesus, I didn't know that. Oh, good attention to detail. At the end, when it's roaring at the T-Rex, doesn't have all its claws. I think it's after that, doesn't it? The last shot we see is when it's roaring at the T-Rex and the lightning's going off in the background, and it's like. I think it's really half of its talent missing. Something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll um, check the tapes after tape. this. Don't worry. Check please. the tapes. I'll, 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 I'll let Universal know. We'll check the tape. Universal know, like no one's picked up on it. It was an accident. <laughs> it did be that. Stanley Cut will fix it though for sure. So can I? I just want to say one thing. Um, while this absolutely these none of these three movies are my Jurassic Park four. Dominion is the closest Jurassic Park four we get. And when I came out and after the three viewings I had, my take is you can literally scrap Jurassic World, you can scrap Fallen Kingdom, you can go from JP3 more to Dominion. Less, yeah. and it'll kind of make sense. And More yep, or less, I and I think that. the only thing it would need is maybe a couple more lines in that. Well, like the Maisie sort of stuff isn't the properly set up movies. is an issue. So like, you kind of like the second yeah. half. The characters aren't set up. Like, Clara and Owen, like who the but fuck the is But the story <laughs> itself of like the yeah. human clone and like, Oh, just, someone just, made this clone? It works. What happens? In you get JP4. away from the islands. After yep, JP3, you needed to get yep. away from the islands. You don't go back and there's not another park. You get Biosyn. Oh my God, that was from yep. the first one. You know, yep. it all kind of like comes into play. And you're like, oh, the, the, another company has been doing this with dinosaurs all this time. What the, the fuck? The like, is, that's JP4. Is Dominion I felt like the it, universe it, in the same state that 
Fallen Kingdom sort of left the, the universe in. We're like, oh, well, there's dinosaurs on mainland. Like, that is the end of Dominion. And it's the same ending as Fallen Kingdom. And But also, Fallen yeah. Kingdom really doesn't set up what you see in Dominion because you've got, like, 30 dinosaurs freeing on mainland. And then Dominion starts, and they're, like, freeing dinosaurs from battery farms and, like, all this. You know, and you're, like... <laughs> Which was really, a really, really cool, cool scene. scene but I like that scene. It isn't properly set up. There's herds of parasaurs that are a new breed of parasaurs and it's just there's a whole lot like you're like what the hell happened and that, that's the problem is this you know they say they wrote these as a trilogy yeah. but like there's no consistency film to film and the if this was always the end game of getting them out in mainland for the third film well they should have they just i don't know whatever i i uh <laughs> who approved that no <laughs> no it definitely um that's one thing colin always talked about was that how after jurassic well you know one thing was barry's relationship with owen was yeah. something that threaded through the whole trilogy and well, i understand about how that, that can when change I was in university. that's a yeah. shame man that's a shame because they were good on screen together and you could see there was some chemistry there and in dominion when they see each other it feels really natural it feels you know, nice. like when it is like oh barry though that's cool and and, the and when they, when they captured the raptor that was great, great. Was like, yes, yeah. boys you did it you did I mean, it. it felt like they were back like it's yeah, like the kind of guys yes, that can boys go are 10 back years not seeing each other and the boys from yeah. like, like that's what it felt like every but... character that had like the camera pointed at them in these in the new movies is now important though it definitely suffers from like that sort of like oh franklin works at the cia <laughs> yes. and it's like okay i don't, yes. I don't necessarily and that's why i don't no necessarily not buy that uh again. franklin couldn't be like a cia contractor and whatnot i actually buy that um um but then it's like oh sense, yeah lowry and what's her name Brian doesn't like the fact that Lowry was recruited. He's like, how could how could he do it? How could he be in there? It's, I'm it's like, very I don't know, dude, silly. It is. But um, he, he was supposed to be in, wasn't he? Was supposed to be in Franklin's role. He was. Yeah. That and that scene. is a, He's at the CIA. Yeah. I see. I'm glad you didn't do that because that makes that, that make it's so sense. cheesy. Um, Franklin makes more sense. I, I think. I think it would have been better than Johnson, having Franklin purely because uh, made more sense than like having Jake Johnson back. It would have been nice to have him in a role again and have J- Franklin and and uh, Zara. No, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh, Zia, uh, Zia, Zia. Uh, the, the, the return, great scenes, and I love the sort of thing at the end where they sort of you know at the end of that scene where they're like, we can't do this anymore, and it, you get a good sense that these characters it is the end of their journey in Jurassic. And that's fine, and I really like that. Um, but they didn't no. need to be in it. I mean, <laughs> they didn't. It was just more characters. <laughs> Rain, and you got Delacour. Rain Delacour as well. Just this. Um, this I wouldn't even talk Rain about Delacour. Rain Delacour as a whole. CIA you know what? There is line. there is a lot we haven't talked about. Sonia Santos. Like there will be a part two. Again. This. I think there, there will be a part two because I got Rain too many and more Sonya, points. To what talk I will about say now that Rain and Sonia. They should have just been merged into one character. That way we could have had more of a through line with the villain because it just yes. it, it just jumps. There's no need for that being too – there's too many people in this movie. And for us to feel like a little bit more gravity, we should have had like a little bit more focus. Wrapping those two characters into one would have worked a lot better. Okay, before we do, uh, before we close this part one off and do a part two, I wanted to just close off by doing an overall final thoughts on Jurassic World Dominion. So Chris, Jack, and then myself, think, and then we'll close this guy out. So Chris, what are your final thoughts this, on Jurassic World Dominion? I think if this were truly the end of the Jurassic franchise in, in form of live action movies, it is a massive fucking disappointment. 
but we know it's not truly the end. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it could be so much better, but I think we knew what was coming with the other films. I think it's a fun movie. I'm going to enjoy watching it. I hope that, um, I hope maybe it's not the last time we see some of these characters and I hope that they maybe get like a slightly tighter, more serious send off in the future. Um, but I think that if what comes after this works well, even though this movie's messy as hell, it will sit at a very fun, nice little spot that feels very. There's a lot of heart in the movie, so it's hard to it's hard to dislike it. I can agree with the. There's a lot of heart in the movie. It definitely feels like more than the first two. You know, it feels like there's heart there. People really, they, it's fun. That's my take. You know what? I'll give you a proper final take of cease when we finish part yeah. two because there's too Perfect. much more to say. And I did enjoy Dominion more than World and Fallen Kingdom. I can say that safely. I did. It is a better movie than those two in terms of enjoyment. I will say, I will say I, I'm with you guys on this. Uh, this is a hell of a, a good ride. Uh, emotions were flying in this movie. Very emotional. Hmm. Um, overall, though, I think this is my favorite of the sequels it's up there with jp3 for me so wow i can see myself infinitely watching this and just having it on in the background it's that type of movie for me already and i i can't wait to talk more yep. about this in part two mm, mm, mm. fair enough mm. interesting mm. i know controversial i mean you know what i'm excited for part two though because yeah i feel like um we can completely sway you, Assis. Change your opinion. No, oh, no. So you, you think it's your, out of the world trilogy, you think it's your favorite? Easily my favorite. It's not even a question. Like, this is up there for, it's up there with JP3 in terms of my favorite sequels. Like, it's it's number one JP, number two JP3, and, like and just just under that he, Jurassic World Dominion. Are you going to hurt us here by saying that it was better than uh, Lost World for you? Oh, do you actually it's think it's a better movie or do you Let's end this more. fucking pod. <laughs> I think it's a better movie. Oh, all right. Yeah, we're definitely doing a part two, maybe a part three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why I mean, it's not even a movie. The Lost World's a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominion isn't a movie. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Dominion's like, we'll we'll Dominion is like, I'm shirt right now from Carl Which, Jr. like, it's That's not really like structurally a great movie, but it has all these, like, moments that people have wanted, so it works. But I feel like it's got less fan service than No Way Home, so it works a little less. Um, but whatever. Anyways, another story, another day, part two. Coming soon, dude. There you go. R2, baby. Let's do it. Adios. Bye.